ironoverload.io presents Iron Overload No Bullshit Podcast with your co-host Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the UG info like you've never heard before. No bullshit, no lies, straight hardcore truth. A bodybuilding podcast like you never heard before. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Ironoverload.io Hardcore, episode 48 coming your way. Today we're talking about short duration SARMs cycles. Are they worth it or no? So SARM selective androgen receptor modulators. Now we're going to talk about not just actual SARMs, but we're going to talk about the other drugs and hormones that are sold also as SARMs. And some of the things that are out there, like GW, for example, it's actually not a SARM. It's actually a drug, but we're still going to talk about that in this one. So basically all the SARM or SARM-like compounds that are sold out there. And we're going to talk about them are they good short term? So now there's certain SARMs that absolutely, certain ones of these, you can absolutely run short term and get benefits. And some of them you got to run a little longer. Um, I would say, Mobster, the hormones, the hormonal SARMs that are actual SARMs, it would probably be in your best interest for sure to run them longer. Eight weeks, 12 weeks, that would be the sweet spot. I would say 12 weeks even. Something like Osterine. MK, that one, you know, MK2866, because that one, it is a mild, and it is a hormonal SARM. It is an actual SARM. So it's going to affect your HPTA. It's going to suppress you just a little tiny, tiny bit, but not much. And what's going to happen is if you're just using it two weeks, three weeks, you're not going to see those benefits. You got to run it a little longer. Once you get into the eight weeks, you start seeing the benefits. Now, it depends too. Something like GW501516, carterine. If you're looking for fat loss, look, at the end of the day, just taking it for a week or two isn't going to get you there. What I've noticed with GW is once you get to eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, that's when the fat loss really starts kicking in. But you're not going to get any much fat loss the first four weeks, six weeks in most situations. So again, it depends on how you want to use these. Then there's the SR9009. Now, SR9009, again, just like GW, it's not a SARM. It's actually a drug. But with SR, it's got a really short half-life. So it peaks really fast in the system and comes off. So the way I like to recommend using SR is short-term. So ahead of your race, ahead of your workout, ahead of your cardio, ahead of anything where you're doing a lot of cardio and, 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 and doing a lot of endurance that you need a boost in endurance, that's when you would use it. So you literally you could have a bottle sitting on your shelf for a month and just use it here and there sporadically, or you can use it on a day-to-day -day basis to do whatever your biggest activity is of the day. It could be swimming, it could be walking the dog, it could be bicycling, whatever. You could take it before that to give you a little boost. But taking it long-term, like five times a day, I don't agree with that. Because that's just not the way the, the drug was designed to be used. Remember, it's a drug, not a hormone. So I hope that's a little preview of what we're going to talk about on this podcast. Because these there's a lot of different things. These compounds, there's very, very select few people out there who are using SARMs compared to steroids. And compared to supplements. And compared to things like creatine or protein powder or something. So you have a very small 
amount. So we're yin and yanging a lot of ideas when it comes to SARMs out there. And some people out there have a really good grasp on how to use these to be more successful. But that's the point of this podcast. We want you to be successful when you're using yeah. these. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of getting experimental here, guys. So we're saying, is it possible? And would you expect to see some sort of results in four weeks? And then we're also touching upon how the body works. So something that I touched on with Steve in the pre-show is making changes stick. Now, this is when people talk about daily habits, but we're talking about changes here to the body. And a word that Steve and I have used in the past is homeostasis. And essentially, is the body, in the way that we use it, is we're talking about the body's normal condition. So say for argument's sake, my normal condition is to be 300 pounds all the damn time. And it's really, really hard for me to get down below 300 or really, really hard for me to get above 300. I'm just using this as an example. Therefore, for me to make something happen, I have to force changes. And then if I force a change, let's say for argument's sake, I lost five pounds by going on some sort of starvation diet or fasting or whatever. Could I make that five pound change stick? Could I could I get force my body to become accommodated at 295 pounds? The answer is yes, but the reality is it probably takes about 12 weeks, roughly 90 days. And that's just that's consistently the average across the norm. For, for most individuals that are listening to this podcast right now. So that's why you'll see most cycles between eight and 12 weeks. Some are occasionally 16 weeks, and we tend not to recommend much beyond that. We see people talk about 20, 25 weeks. I think that's kind of silly because you're on anabolics for a very long time, or SARMs included, of course. And the longer you're on, the much harder recovery is and so on and so forth. So here's how I would work it, Steve. And I, I would apply this in a case of Steve said of a four week example and using uh, the less suppressive Psalms. And that includes, as Steve's already touched upon, GW MK677 and SR99009 because they tend to be less suppressive or non suppressive and because they are less hormonal in their effects on the body. But I would also do stuff like what I've touched upon in the previous show that we're not just long ago recorded in making changes before the cycle running the cycle with those changes and i'll speak thinking specifically in nutrition and training and then keeping those changes in place as much as i possibly could after the cycle i think what the reality is here steve is that and, and this is very very common and i don't want to be too unkind but it's just again we keep this stuff real and we're free flowing here in terms of our discussion the reason why people ask about four-week cycles is that they've got holiday coming up or a wedding or some crazy party or maybe even a modeling gig. And sometimes stuff, life throws you a spin ball. Sometimes you get lucky, you win a holiday or your girlfriend, your other half, whatever, throws a surprise party for you or, or, the, or the wedding and the invitation just come through and it's only in four weeks' time and you want to look at the school reunions, another example, Steve. I would normally argue, guys, that you need to be thinking about these things way ahead of four weeks. And that's just the truth. Don't leave it to the last minute to get into shape. Don't leave it to the last minute to fit that dress, fit that suit, to look good on the beach. You should have Your approach should have been prepared well in advance. So that's, that's, that's that particular rant out of the way. But let's imagine that, for example, you've got a modeling gig coming up. 
and and it's literally you know jobs a rare on the ground and suddenly there's a couple of thousand bucks for doing a photo shoot four weeks from now and you need to be a little bit better in shape than you are right now are there things you can do yes there are you can make changes in four weeks and you can do that with a four-week psalm cycle it's just not the best way to do it and it's not the best way to have it stick it's not the best way to I, because it's just like like I'm going on a crash diet, Steve, and crash diets hardly ever work. And we know this. So you could get in the shape of a photo shoot in four weeks' time, but you'd have to absolutely go all out. And that's difficult to do with, in my mind, Steve, a non-suppressive or minimally suppressive as low normal hormonal affecting uh, psalm. Uh, it done in four weeks. Uh, it's not. It would not be the best way to do it. it. Wouldn't be the best way to make those changes. So it's. It, can it be done? Yes. Is it optimal? No. So, for example, what what would we would Steve and I consider a better way? And it goes back to what I touched upon at the beginning, which is that ninety days, and that could include a four week run up and then an eight week psalm cycle. Some psalms and some anabolics are run slightly longer, but not much. My preference has always been for under 16 weeks, the longest cycle I've ever done of anything, Steve, was 16 weeks. And I didn't like it. I think I was just too long on, got too uncomfortable, too much in the whole training from one competition to another competition, which is why I did it, which was very hard on me physically in terms of my recovery. And again, um, some of you won't like how you feel on anabolics. I don't think it's specifically of trend, for example. Psalms don't, to be, don't tend to be that aggressive. So in fact... I would, for example, we talked about MK677 as an op as an option for four weeks. It can also be run vastly longer, past 12 weeks, past 16 weeks, because it doesn't have that kind of effect on the body in the way that others might do. Uh, I, what about, for example, of the more harsh uh, psalms, Steve, the ones that are all more anabolic steroid-like in their activity? Uh, what ones could you think of? One that I've seen people run, which is kind of aggressive, which would be around 140 for four weeks. But again, it's I think it's preferably run longer. What would be the more harsher psalms, the more suppressive psalms that perhaps four weeks wouldn't necessarily suit, in your opinion? Yeah, S23. I mean, I've run S23 three, four days. You see a difference. But, I mean, why, you know, you really want to push it a little longer. You got to remember with these hormones, the hormones do build up in your system. And if you just run it for like a week and then stop, you're missing out because the more you you put in there, it's like it's like filling up a pool. You put the hose, you turn the water on, and then you leave the water on like for an hour, and then you turn the water off. Well, that's just not enough. You're you're still not going to be able to dive into that pool. There's not going to be enough water. So you really have to give your body a chance to get this hormone inside of it. So absolutely, um, S23 would be one. You could get literally results. Like you'll notice your strength improving really, really quick on it. It's very, very amazing. But again, you want to make sure that you're giving it more time. It's just going to be, you're going to take advantage of this compound to, to its ultimate. Um, so that is a strong one, S23. And um that one you may want to only run four weeks, five weeks, six weeks most because it is very, very suppressive compared to other SARMs. Some of the other strong ones that I run, S4 Andrine, very, very strong. 
I've noticed results on it after a week and a half. But again, does that mean you just stop? Oh, I'm getting results. Let me just stop it. No. Why would you do that? Doesn't make any sense. So I would still, even with S4 Andrea, I'd run it eight weeks. I'd push it eight weeks. Uh, just four weeks seems like a waste on it. And then the other strong one, Rad 140, uh, you mentioned, you know, 10, 20 milligrams a day. If you just do it for four weeks, again, you're kind of wasting it. I would push it, push it to eight weeks. I'd rather you do less, do half the dose for eight weeks than do the full dose for 10, for, for four weeks. You get better results that way, in my opinion. So if the bottle is 20 milligrams a milliliter in round 140 and you take one milliliter a day, it's going to last you a month. But let's say, you know, you're like, you want to stretch it out for too much. I'd rather you go 10 milligrams on the rad and do eight weeks. You get better results. That's why in this situation, it'd be better because you get better results on a less dose running it longer than you would just for four weeks and then stopping. Where are you going to be at? In eight weeks, 12 weeks from now, you will be in a less of a, of a good position in that situation. So that's what I would recommend with that one. So, and then there's the LGD mobster. LGD is another one. This is one of the, this is one of the first SARMs that really we started using 15 years ago in, in bodybuilding. And LGD 4033, very, very effective. 10 milligrams a day. Again, same thing. I'd rather you run five milligrams for a longer period of time than run 10 milligrams for just four weeks. So I'd push this one eight to 12 weeks. This way you can get those results in the body. Uh, the way these SARMs are working, they build up in the body the same way anabolic steroids do. They have to build up. They have to start giving you results. So I would get two or three bottles and run it the correct way instead of just, just running it for a week. So definitely on that one, uh, you want to do you want to do longer than, than just four weeks. Here's a thought, Steve. And it's one of the, the question, of course, that we asked with the topic title was, are they worth it? So I'm going to say no. And the reason why I don't think they're worth it is that you're leaving something on the table. I've used an analogy before where you go and say to the boss, I want a wage rise. And if you'd only known that you could have asked for $10,000, you'd have asked for $10,000. But you went and asked for 3000 and he's generous and he gives you 5000 as a rise. But you could have had more. So this applies here. You could have had more. You could have had more muscle, more strength. You could have got into better shape. You could have been leaner. You could have been more ripped. But you only did four weeks. And you, I mean, honestly, to, to make, I would say it's kind of impossible. Uh, I, one of the podcasts we did some, some time ago, I think I used an example there when I said, if there was a million dollars on the table, if you was a film star, if you was a, a singer and you needed to get back into shape for a movie, for, for an album, uh, you could hire the best trainer. You could have an on-site nutritionist slash cook prepping your food specifically for you, not even a generic meal prep, but a meal prep specifically for you. They could be getting you up at 4 o'clock in 8 a.m. and having you do two hours training before you go on set to keep you in shape. And you would do that for the kind of mega bucks money that the big film stars would do. So we can make those kind of changes in our lives. But the thing is, we, we, it goes, how much of a change could you make? Can even a film star with a million, half a million bucks for someone to get into shape, make 
that much of a difference in four weeks. And the bottom line is, no, they can't. They could do they could do amazing. You and I, Steve, could probably work with someone if we absolutely put our heads together and took one of our listeners, and we could do absolutely amazing things to them in four weeks. But could we do better in eight weeks? Could we do better in 12 weeks? Yes. First off, we wouldn't have to do absolutely crazy fucked up shit to get them into crazy shape. And even then in four weeks, I think we even if we did that, we would have had better in six weeks, better with eight weeks. But we would do less harsh, less fucked up, less experimental, less crazy stuff and still get them into better shape in six weeks or eight weeks than we could have done in four weeks. That's just a reality. To, to do, to make stuff happen to our body in that extreme of a way in four weeks would require Steve and I to, to we, we, we do get them to do crazy amounts of cardio, crazy stuff on their diet, crazy experimental kind of stuff that we might think about doing, you know, you know, literally physically pushing them into the bed of a night time, just, just doing all kinds of stuff. To, to make something happen. We could probably get someone to drop 10 pounds, easy to 10 pounds, 14 pounds of fat and water in four weeks. But if we didn't have to rush it, if we did have more time, and if we didn't have to do extreme things to get them into shape, then we could do more in six weeks and eight weeks and 12 weeks. And the end result would look better. They wouldn't be stressed. They wouldn't be worn out. They... The, and again, we're talking about psalms here. Psalms are less stressful on the body, with the possible exception of S23, as Steve said, than anabolics. And so therefore, we're talking about milder performance enhancing drugs, that's a harsher performance enhancing drugs. So therefore, the results would be different. Could we do crazy things in four weeks with anabolics? Yes. But could we do better in six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks? Yes. The same thing applies. So is it possible to make changes in as little as four weeks? 100% it is. But is it the best way to do it? No. Is it the most optimal way? No. Would the results be better if we took a little bit more time? Yes. And especially, like I touched upon at the beginning, Steve, it's that question of making changes that stick. I think we could do crazy stuff, even with a short duration psalm stack of four weeks, with someone but would the changes stick if it was for the modeling gig like we talked about yeah we could probably get them into shape or some kind of shape in four weeks time but within a week or two they'd probably bounce right back and it wouldn't stick they'd look great on the day or better than they did right now as opposed to four weeks time but they would look a lot better and the changes would stay with them and some of the changes will stay with them if we allowed it to be longer. So it's possible versus optimal. And that's what we're really talking about here, guys. It's the, it's the do I have to, should I, versus, and the answer has to be no. The ultimately, making changes stick, making changes to your life, making better choices nutritionally, training better in the gym is not something I think that you can do in as little as four weeks. Habits like that. I mean, this is an example, and I'll use Steve. I'll get Steve to talk about this. When Steve and I started training, is for some of our listeners a very long time ago. Absolutely, it's years and years, decades, in fact, for the amount of time that we're changing, and we know the amount of changes that we had, especially initially. But we're not talking about someone that's new to training here 
making changes in four weeks using short duration time cycle. We're talking about someone that's been training a little while and is coming in with the idea of trying psalms for as little as four weeks to make changes. So the changes that they made dramatically right at the beginning won't be as dramatic as later on. And they certainly won't be as dramatic or as all-encompassing or stick with you in four weeks as they would in eight to 12 weeks. So it's more about the optimal time, Steve. Talk about the kind of changes you made when you first started changing and whether you think you could make those kind of changes yourself, just as an example, in four weeks versus a longer period of time, just from your own experience. Yeah, of course. I mean, when you first start, I mean, you're going to have really, really good results. And that's another thing with these SARMs is, you know, I'm a lot more loose when it comes to SARMs because you can start using them, you know, even when it's pretty early on. Um, So I don't, obviously, I don't recommend if you're a teenager to use them. I recommend 21 and up. But like, if you're new anabolics, I agree. Compared to anabolics, we've actually said this, guys, I want to make sure this. Steve and I agree on this. It's not me disputing it because it's it's not the case. We, we talk about Psalms, and I'm kind of okay with the idea of taking them to 21, but I still prefer you to have some time under your belt in terms of your gym and your nutrition. So we do agree that Psalms can be taken earlier than anabolics, 100%. But again, it's a question of what's best versus what we, what we agree and disagree over. Yeah, and, and the thing is, even if you're early on a little bit, you can still use SARMs instead of anabolic steroids. It's much more advantageous to do that early on because they're a lot more milder. So you'll you'll get away with it that way. So that's one of the advantages of SARMs over steroids, and they're not going to cause as many side effects. So you can run them, and there's so many different options that you can run, and you can stack them, and you can use them with steroids and all this stuff. But, I mean, at the end of the day – to get the most effects, you really wanted the sweet spot is going to be eight weeks, preferably even 12 weeks on almost all of these SARMs. And, uh, but you, like you said, like I said at the beginning, you can use them kind of sporadically. You can treat them more of a, like a drug because they are a drug like SR9009. You can treat it like a drug. Well, I'm going for a 10 mile bike ride. Let me take my SR9009 30 to 60 minutes before my uh, bicycle trip or before my run or something. Boom, beautiful. Uh, that would be a great way to use it. You don't have to use it for 12 weeks straight. And then MK677 Nutribol, if you want to just improve your sleep for the next week, you can take it before bed, an hour or two before bed, and you'll sleep like an absolute rock. And then you can just stop taking it. Let's say you have an important thing coming up in a week and you want to be fresh for it. That would be a great way. You sleep so hard on it. You sleep less. You can sleep less on MK677 because you're getting harder sleep. So you're sleeping less, but you don't need as much sleep on it because you're getting harder sleep. And that's very, very important. I don't think people value that enough, how important deep, deep sleep is. And that's definitely one of the things that you'll be getting uh, when you do, when you do Nutribowl. So, you know, if you're, if that's your goal, then you can do Nutribowl. If you want to boost your appetite, you can just take it in the mornings. On some mornings, you can take it. and some mornings, you don't take it. It's still going to give you the benefit of increased hunger. You don't have to take it every day, day in and day out for like months. You don't. But if you want long-term result, healing benefits and fat loss benefits, you do have to take it for a long period of time. You do. But it just depends what you're looking for. So really, for the most part, we want to 
you know, stick to the 12 weeks, but there are different situations where you can get benefits taking these products day by day or week by week. So, I mean, that's, that's the beauty part about using these compounds. So mobster, we have a couple minutes left. Uh, give us your final thoughts. I thought it was a good show. Um, this is definitely a topic that we can yin and yang on and we can, yeah. we can debate. So come on yeah. the forums and we'd love to hear from your personal experiences. Like, were you able to get great results just taking them for four weeks, you know, where you could stop? That's another thing too, mobster. I really have to be skeptical if anyone says that because it makes me think that you weren't really taking a SARM. You were actually taking like a pro hormone or a steroid because yeah. they yeah. do spike them. It's cheaper to yeah. spike SARMs with a steroid than it is to actually uh, source a SARM if you're selling them, you know, yeah, or a pro hormone. So, arguably, Steve, that, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't want to run any anabolics for four weeks, never mind uh, SARM for four weeks. But like Steve said, there's a couple that I, as the MK677 is something that I'm running right now. I've just finished an anabolic cycle and I'm going to run this a little bit longer because I've been getting a lot of healing from it. And as Steve said, the restful part of it. And I had an initial massive appetite boost that fortunately for me calmed down because that would just make me the size of a frigging planet, never mind the size I am right now. Uh, GW is another one I could see that you get some benefits. And, and I would actually be interested in seeing um, athletic testing of this research. We're taking individuals, running GW just for four weeks and seeing, I think there'd be a small but measurable increase in their ability to run distances and their times and how they feel, the perception of their energy levels and how tired they are when they're running and doing the athletics. I can see that there'd be a percent of it. Whether it would be noticeable in the average individual that's looking to get into shape, perhaps not. But athletically speaking, I could see that perhaps if it was studied, there'd be a small percentage there. But ultimately, guys, the, the conversation, as it should be, comes down to is it the best? Is it ideal? And, and as I've always said, the answer is no. Uh, it's not that you can't make stuff happen in four weeks. You can. It's not that you couldn't do crazy fucked up shit to get into better shape than you are right now in four weeks. You could. But that's not what we're talking about here. It's less than ideal. I wouldn't want to diet for a wedding in four weeks. I wouldn't want to get in the shape for a competition in four weeks. I'd have to be in good shape, damn good shape already for me then tweak something in four weeks' time. As an example for myself, and just using a competitive bodybuilding to hold it up against, it is occasionally the situation that someone who's a competitive bodybuilder, and they're probably going to be using anabolic steroids and not performance psalms, uh, to do to, to two competitions, what they call back-to-back. -back. That occasionally means one weekend, it's some, sometimes even the same week, Steve, a competition on a Saturday and another competition on a Wednesday. Rarely is it four weeks a month apart. I've done, as I mentioned earlier on, when I've run a 16-week cycle of anabolics, I've, that's because it's, uh, I had two competitions, one at the beginning of summer and one at the end of the summer. And it still meant an eight-week run up to the first competition and then another competition eight weeks later, hence the 16 weeks. But I didn't like how I felt on that. And I don't know necessarily that my preference would be, even with the milder psalms, even with the non-suppressive or minimally suppressive psalms, that I would run them too long as well as doing it for a very, very short period of time. Because it comes down to the stickability. It comes down to making changes. I don't want those changes to stick for the most part. Our listeners don't come on and listen to this podcast with the idea of getting in shape 
in four weeks' time and then kind of getting out of shape. No, no one says, I want to get fat after a cycle. You know, that, that shouldn't be your way of thinking. If it is your way of thinking, it's kind of it's kind of screw with, guys, because it's like, I'm going to look amazing for the beach, but I don't care how I look the rest of the year. That's kind of fucked up. Uh, I don't want you getting crazy fat in the off-season and then having to work that much harder to get into shape. So we want to make life easy for you. And we want, as Steve's talked about before, for you to get the best results from your training, to look your absolute best, to, to get your strongest. We love the idea of our listeners, the members of the forums, getting into absolutely fucking amazing shape and being inspiring for other listeners and for other members on the forums. We like the idea that you come on and get your absolute all-time best strength. And so, therefore, the reality has to be this, Steve, that it is impossible to do that justice, proper justice, in four weeks' time. So can you make some changes? Yes. Could you make your best changes? No. Could you have your best results, your best keeping your, your gains, keeping your fat loss off as much as possible, as much as normally possible? No. It, it, it takes longer, and it takes longer for the same reason that habits need time to stick, for the same reason that your body changes its cells. And, and I think it's like I said, Steve, it's about 90 days for all the cells in your body to be replaced uh, for, for, for gains to stick in terms of strength, so that even if your off-cycle strength isn't the same as your on-cycle strength, it's still better than where it was before the cycle. The same thing in terms of fat loss, the same thing in terms of muscle size and muscle kept and muscle retained. That's just the case, guys. We can't fight biology. We can't fight nature. We can push it. We can tweak it. But it's ultimately nature, and that's going to win out. So your best results will come from longer cycles, regardless of whether it's SARMs or anabolics. Your best results will come from tweaking your diet and tweaking your training. And that very rarely, and I mean very rarely, there will always be one or two people that prove me wrong. The rest of the time, the average show, the average listener needs to run it for the optimal time. And optimal time is typically 8 to 12 and occasionally 16 weeks for those changes to stay. It's all about keeping as much muscle, much strength, and as much fat off for as long as possible because that's where we want all of, all of us, the listeners, they're listening to this podcast because they want those kind of results. Please note, we are not doctors and opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.